Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing uh, some random news and feedback, really. Just nothing big. Charlie Cox talking about things. You know. <laughs> what? Charlie Cox? <clears throat> All that and more of that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ash? I'm fantastic. How are you? My boys. My boys. My boys. (laughs) (laughs) I got both my boys back. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) My babies. (laughs) Our Jeff was away. Our family is complete. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, you went to Dragon Con. I did. I did. And I really wanted to tell everybody about it. And we've been, we've done a few episodes since Dragon Con, but Jeff kept having to cancel because of things and like, we just didn't get yeah, a chance. Me and Jeff were soups lame and couldn't go. Yeah, so Dragon Con was kind enough to invite us to Dragon Con as press this year, which was <laughs> super fun. It was kind of a weird year because of COVID. Like you couldn't actually, yeah. we couldn't actually interview folks because of COVID. But I just, uh, I would say Mortal Kombat cosplays were in. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Storm Stormtroopers. Dude, you'd be yep. you'd be surprised. How many people were aided by their masks in their cosplay? Like, even so people good. who would want to do, like, weird teeth and stuff, a lot of them just, like, slapped a mask on and then drew whatever they needed to draw. It was, like, from here yes. to here, <laughs> it was, like, cosplay cheating. Like, from the nose to the chin, every cosplayer just, like, put a mask on. It was pretty like great. It. it was pretty great. I mean, that's that's clever, and that's, you know, that's great. Super That's, clever. that's a great iteration they're doing the right thing i posted it in the stranded panda chat but the last day i uh i had only brought a couple masks and my masks were starting to be a little you know i like i've been wearing Brody. my con for two days so i oh, no. i like i was just needed another mask so i went out and bought a mask and i saw a hulk mask and i was like oh sweet and i, I just grabbed a hulk mask it's a little expensive but i was like i it's at a con yeah, it's fine it's worth it like, everything so, in a con is more expensive i bought it's like going on vacation <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and you know it's things you can't get anywhere else a lot of times like it so it's super yep. cool but it's like sometimes a little pricey so it's, it, but anyway so it was like 15 bucks or whatever i bought a hulk mask then i got home though or i got back to the uh, room and opened it and it turned out there were three masks in there. There was a Hulk, Ooh. an Iron Man, Ooh. and a Thanos. Oh, snap. And they were just and you were a, like Thanos masks. Well, they, they were. Wait, a, that was everybody who snapped. No. Uh, yeah, it, it was, right. You said yeah. Hulk, Hulk, Tony Thanos, and, and Iron Man, yeah. Yep. Well, Iron Man didn't. Oh, yeah, he did. See what you mean. Yeah. I thought you really? meant disappeared. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah, even know no, you meant no, with no. your fingers. No, it's all three of them that snapped. You're right. That was cool. the snap. The snap package. <laughs> <laughs> the mask snap. Mac, the snap package of masks. Uh, look at our snap line. Um, <laughs> Check out our new snap. Should have come with little fingers, like little finger condoms that were the right color. No. Um, no, it shouldn't. Sorry, finger condoms anyway. is that thing you always say if you work in food service. They have little finger condoms when you cut yourself. Um, <laughs> I have used them in haircutting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So what my favorite thing was, after I got those three things, and then I like opened the package, and I was with my friend Kelly and her son, and Kelly happened to be wearing purple pants and a bright green shirt. Just happened to be wearing it. So like, I clearly, <laughs> I handed her the green mask, me the purple mask, and uh, the kiddo the... Iron Man mask, and we like went. Yeah. She she looked so good because she like bright green Hulk green t shirt with purple pants. I was just like, this is how did this happen? 
Um, kismet. It was, it was absolutely it was, kismet. It was wonderful. But I just got to say, like, being at a con again, first off, this con was held, Dragon Con, as it is every year, was held at the Marriott, uh, which is the hotel in Atlanta where they filmed Loki. So it yeah, was the Marriott cool. Marquis. Yeah, it was the TVA, guys. The TVA. Yeah, that's so awesome. You look up and it's like, oh, that's that's the TVA. You look down, you're like, where's the statues go? Yeah, where's the Kang statues? They didn't put them up. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Right. You could styrofoam that real fast. Yeah, you could yeah, sure, just slap that sure, up. Slap. I, I can't imagine they could have done that in any kind of reasonable budget. Like actual <laughs> statues. And they didn't even do it for the show. They were CGI, you know? But, um, yeah. like, the, so those hotel elevators that you see, or those elevators you see in the TVA going up that, like, crazy looking building that is the Marriott. And so I got to take all yeah. these wow. pictures being like, I'm in the TVA, guys. And the first night of the Dragon Con, they had, uh, it was called like oh gosh I'm, I'm forgetting it was, it was called, the variant party yeah they had the variant ball and it was the the night was called like uh party at the TVA or something like that so cool and so they had like awesome. they had cool orange doors like orange translucent doors everywhere so as we were walking around the place they were just like orange pretend to walk through yeah you oh, could like cool. look like you were walking through the translucent doors and then they That's had cool everyone and i mean this is this was common all week but particularly on variant ball night everyone no matter what their cosplay not everyone that's an exaggeration a lot of people no matter what their cosplay was were wearing loki horns yes (laughs) because they were a variant of loki they were a variant of loki like no matter what they were rocky had a loki out here yeah there's like a shark with a loki (laughs) horn there's like whatever there was a guy who's carrying a big uh Glorious inflatable shark. Yeah, yeah, glorious porpoise. Exactly. Big inflatable shark and it had a it had a little uh uh Loki, Loki horns. Loki horns on so cool. just like the uh, whole thing. It was just so much fun to walk around a place like that and be just uh, like completely immersed in uh geekdom and everyone just you know, yep. they had they, I'm gonna go. Yeah. We we yep, need to do I'm it. I'm gonna paint myself year. blue and do the uh the crystalline ice horns. Ice horns. Yep. I could do your makeup. I need it. All right. So for next Dragon Con, we should start a plan for what our three man cosplay will be for next year for Dragon Con. <sighs> oh, but we have so much content coming out. It's so hard to pick. We don't know oh, what's God. coming. That's true. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah. Uh, my favorite moment, and it wasn't Marvel. My favorite moment of the whole weekend. I'm yes. offended. I know. I know. But you guys will like what it is because it's okay. It's, it's me talking it's Star about Star Wars. It. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. So I so I was coming down the elevator. And we're going, the elevators at Dragon Con can get a little crazy because it's a lot of people in these hotels. So I'm yep. coming down the elevator and the elevator door is open and like every elevator ride is like a, te- a game of Tetris because everyone has to fit in. And there's a lot of people <laughs> in weird cosplays. So like, oh, hoop skirt, we can't fit you, but we can fit the girl in the cat costume. Like we're, we have like, we yeah. got, <laughs> we need one, we need somebody with a long straight piece right now. Come on. <laughs> like and uh we got down we got down the elevator the doors opened and i looked out and there, there we look around and there's a guy dressed as akbar uh admiral akbar admiral akbar yep. and we get to the elevator and everyone's like hey we got room for you man akbar come on akbar and akbar 
is like kind of looking at us, and this is all genuine, like the human behind Admiral Akbar is looking at the elevator like, oh, it looks kind of full, I don't know, like he's kind of hesitant, and then all eight people in the elevator at the same time yelled, it's a trap! And then the doors closed. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, moments like that. You know, you know when you're like around your friends, like someone who's like your best friend, and you know your best friends because you like make the same joke at the same time. Yep. <laughs> it was eight people in an elevator all screamed, it's a trap. And I know that's like a really easy joke to go to for Akbar, like obviously, but like just all of us seeing a hesitant Akbar Ak- Ak- yelled, it's a trap. It just was so good, man. It was so I heartwarming. So I gotta say like every time, every single time I've gone to Dragon Con, it's been like, I, I found my people. I, yeah. I found, I found my tribe. They all had to come to Atlanta, but I found them. Can't we live here? I, I feel like I every time, and I want to do it more. So we're, we're going to try to do it again next year, and I'm hoping yeah. you guys can come with me. We're coming next year for sure. Last time I went to Dragon Con, there was a cosplay, uh, or rather a cosplayer, uh, who was cosplaying a character who had recently lost their arm in that, in the, in that canon, in that nerddom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like, as we're walking, as you know, they're passing me, I'm passing them, <laughs> like, we're walking past them, like, too many arms for that cosplay. <laughs> and it just I kept walking, and like, all I heard behind me was like, uh, uh, I love him. And I was just like, mm. yeah, they get it. They, they get, get it. it. Great. <laughs> they get me. It's we're great. all best friends. We're all best friends. <laughs> we are. It really feels like a whole big thing of best friends, and it's great. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to do it next year. Uh, I, and I cosplay hard. Do you? Oh, never, yeah. I'm okay. excited about I this. I love dressing up. I've really never cosplayed, except for my Thanos mask, really. <laughs> I've been Electra. I was. I remember we had, uh, my friends had a Game of Thrones party, and everybody could be, you know, any character. And I hand-sewed Canadario Naharis costume, and it wow. is perfect. Did you for the blue beard? Or? Uh, no, no, no. We did TV show because okay. people want to know. And then I was a dragon or like ice dragon Viserion. I even had like a chain and Whoa. I had all the ice makeup and like a wig and ice. Oh, it was great. Like the shredded wings. I love Ooh. it. And so right. Katie. Wow. Katie's coming with that us. You guys, awesome. you guys on the zoom can see it. I don't think that, uh, the people on Twitch oh, can, but too. my, uh, my Mjolnir back here. From when I created that thing in 2012, and the top hat a top it. Your steampunk douchebag. When I was steampunk steampunk douchebag. I mean steampunk (laughs) Thor. That was good shit. I uh, I haven't made another douchebag by the garage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I uh, haven't made another good cosplay since then, but like I'm riding those coattails for a while. (laughs) Yeah, dude. There, I moved it. I moved it so it's visible. Mind you. It's a great okay. cosplay. And they did a whole a whole group of the Steampunk Avengers, right? God, the Steampunk Avengers was so unbelievably fun. Like, just being in... The, the energy at Dragon Con is just so electric, not to use the pun lightly. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Boogie, boogie. It is just... It's... You feel in the air how alive it is. Yeah. So, like, when we're standing in an area and, like the crowd swarms on you because everybody has to get a picture. Right. It's just, it, you all, you can feel, you know, everybody is, is all riding that same high mm-hmm. and it's just, it's so great. Yeah. I interviewed a few of the cosplayers since we didn't get a, um, 
since I didn't get to interview any of the celebrities, like I just went around and interviewed some of the cosplayers and Ash, you will like, I got one of them was a really badass Ash from evil dead. Oh, I love really that. Really cool. <laughs> um, just, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was from army of darkness with the chainsaw hand. Fair. Um, even better. Yeah. It was so good, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to make some videos out of those interviews, which will show up on our YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Um, if you want to go, uh, follow us over there. Uh, those videos probably will drop this week because I've been needing nice. to edit them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought it was so cool how many Lokis there were all weekend. Cause like now that that's a thing, like the idea of a variant, like the Loki Anybody. horns is just like representative of the idea of variants. And so it's just like, no matter what you are, you throw a set of Loki horns on. Now you're a variant Loki. It was yeah. super fun. I just you could, like that. you could piece together literally any costume at all and just yeah. throw Loki horns on it. My Halloween costume. I'm gonna be Sylvie for president version variant Ooh. of Loki. Ooh, Sylvie I for like president. It. You're gonna get a button made and everything. Yeah. Oh, I did not know you cosplayed so hard. Yeah, but it's like Halloween. I don't actually go to the con. right, right. <laughs> but like when it's time to dress up, uh, just when I'm doing theater and stuff, like I've always, it's yeah, always one hundred and ten percent. That's awesome. Theater. That's awesome. All right, well, let's get into this news and feedback we've got because we do have a little bit. Okay. Um, really, there's only one piece of news I could find this week for Marvel's MCU stuff, and it's just that Charlie Cox this week basically said he doesn't want to talk about. I'll just read the quote, but he doesn't want to talk about. Uh, being re in the Marvel movies again because he doesn't want to ruin it, <laughs> which I thought is nice because he doesn't want to ruin it. You know, he he still want he believes there's a chance and yeah. doesn't want to ruin it. Charlie Cox said, "My answer is no comment. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I genuinely don't know. If there was a chance of happening, it, it happening in the future, I don't want to say something that could possibly jeopardize those chances. Uh, the people high up in Marvel." Uh, maybe they see this stuff or they hear what I say or blah, 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 blah. Maybe that influences it. I love how passionate the fans are. And I feel very, very touched that so many of them have gone online and made their voices heard about the, their desire for me to come back. And maybe uh, in the future that might happen. Yes. And that would be great. Who knows? We'll see. That's what he says. Um, don't give me hope. Yeah. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> don't give me hope. I love him so much. Like, yeah. please. He was the, like, I, I feel like there's not a better version of Matt Murdock that we could have gotten. Yeah. Like, he was so just unbelievably good in that role. And, like, the way that he sold every aspect of his character, the like from the blindness to the you know the internal oh, turmoil at mm-hmm. every at every turn, and the struggle to do the right thing, and like you know, don't kill the bad guy because that you know that's a sin. Like just just show oh, all of it, and it the way that so Catholic. And the way that he he fought against the Punisher, and like he knew that the Punisher is oh, a good guy, but he couldn't do anything. Like ah. I know. So, it's hard so question. Good. If you could only pick one nope. of the four Netflix people to save, who would it be? I would oh, go first, and I would say Daredevil. I'd say Daredevil, too. And I love Jessica. Me, too. I do. I but lo- if I could only save one. I love Punisher. I love Luke a lot. But, yeah, I would save Daredevil. Yeah. I don't know, though. Oh. Vincent D'Onofrio. 
Oh, we were talking heroes? But he's nothing without Charlie <laughs> Cox. Uh, I think he's pretty great, even if he was only the one persistent. I have been hearing rumors of, like, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff being pulled from the Matt Fraction run of, mm. uh, of Hawkeye for the Hawkeye series, and that, Ooh. like, if we could get that version of Kingpin, That'd be cool. That'd if be we cool. could get Vincent cool. D'Onofrio as Kingpin against Clint Barton, like that we know, oh, and that would be fantastic. Yeah. Oh when no, I was a boy. If he shows <laughs> up, if he shows up in in Hawkeye, I will just absolutely my lose my mind. He's, yeah. I'm Clint. Who? <laughs> or what does he say? I don't care. But like an yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, but like Punisher style or not Punisher Kingpin style. I don't care. It's <laughs> better. <laughs> All right. Well, that's nobody he just, does. Clint. He just wrecks him. Oh my god! He just wrecks Sorry. him. There's no Clint left because he just wrecks him. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Nope. <laughs> but I really do think we just you know, say it out loud and we add our voices to all those online that he's, that Charlie Cox is talking about. We, and every listener I've talked to, there's not one listener who has ever, I've never heard anyone say it. And now that I'm saying that out loud, someone might write in, but like, I've never heard anyone say they don't want Charlie Cox back, you know? Right. Right. Ugh, we want it. We want it. Marvel. Yeah. Give it to us. Let go, Netflix. Don't be so Sony about it. <laughs> well, they don't have them anymore. It's, it's now Marvel's, chance marvel has the chance now well isn't it something I mean, with the actors that was i don't think so i think after the two years they can do whatever they want or whatever yeah i think i think the the two-year thing was like that was the only stipulation i remember hearing about but then again i'm not in all those contract meetings so i don't um, know even if they have to like go back up a truck to netflix and be like here's a million dollars we're just gonna buy all the or not a million it'd be more than that but just a million just a cool million Cool, cool million. Let everybody go. Um, Jeff, was there a Hawkeye comic where he was deaf? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, uh, pretty commonly. Okay. Like, he is, he is known to be deaf. He has uh, hearing aids in his ears um, for a lot of the, especially a lot of the 80s and 90s. Um, and that inspired a, like, there was a kid comic that was kind of like a, like one of those for charity issues called Blue Ear, um, where like the girl was deaf. I think it was a girl. Anyway, kid was deaf and um, like got convinced by Clint that being deaf and having that cochlear implant and that hearing aid uh, was not like a, a weird thing. It was a superpower. Interesting. Okay, I yeah, I'd heard that before that he's uh, deaf in some of the comics, but. And there's, uh, if, if memory serves, there's gonna be, there's gonna be an Echo in this, uh, in this series. Um, Echo is a deaf hero, and I think she's Native American? Hmm. Isn't someone in the Eternals also? Or are they? Uh, Makari. Makari is deaf. Right. Hmm. Or rather, is it the actress, actor that plays Makari is going to be deaf? Or that? I believe the I actual know. actress is but i didn't know whether the character was the the character in comics is not deaf but the character in oh. comics is also male um oh. and changed. they're switching makari to be a uh, a lady and she is deaf mm. cool okay cool a That's lot cool. of deaf representation happening yeah 
Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get into this feedback. We got a few things of feedback uh, that are just kind of random thrown together. Let's do it. Oh, here we go. Scottish Paul again coming in, bringing on his voice or whatever. Hey, Ash and team. Just listen hey. to the What If episode. Sorry, What If feedback and theories. Just writing in to say that I'm so happy Ash loved my voice. The way you ended that podcast saying, until next time. Do, go ahead, do it. Good. Uh, until next time, true believers. Ooh. That was the equivalent of Loki's knife flip for him. <laughs> Sounded very hot, mm-hmm. Scottish Paul says. Also being called Sexy Paul by Matt absolutely ended me. <laughs> <laughs> I was only messing about Jeff doing the accent. I promise I didn't take offense to it. Apologies if that came across too thirsty. It wasn't my intention. Listening cool. to that one, honestly... Uh, It gave me the biggest smile, guys. Honestly thought that I was beside you both. I had a really stressful day, and that podcast really came, or really did come at the right time. Love you guys, 6,000. Whoa. P.S. If any other Scottish people send in audio notes, I hope they don't sound as good as me. (laughs) (laughs) War of the Scots. War of the Scots, guys. War War of the the Scots. Scots. There it is. That's super fun. Now, has Paul been sending in voicemails? Were those voicemails, or is he typing those out? He sent one in. Okay, cool. And then he didn't send this one in, but that's when Al moved mm. a step forward by sending in his. Better step right. up your game, Paul. He heated the call. <laughs> so you're basically you're Helen of Troy <laughs> at this mo- <laughs> at this moment, and like all of the Scots are fighting over you. It's it's, <laughs> it's the Scottish War. Yeah, well, the Scots. Yeah, yeah. I did say if I ever left my husband, it would be to run away to Scotland. So get ready, boys. I love you. <laughs> love you, Ken. But what can I? Do? I told him when we were there. I was like, "What can you do against this?" And he understands. <laughs> my favorite. Oh my every time we were out, if I would go get a drink by myself, all of a sudden I'd be surrounded, and everyone was asking me, um, "Do you have any baggage?" Are you here with any baggage? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Baggage? You're talking about your husband. Baggage? Yeah. And I was like, yep. oh, baggage. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's over there. Baggage. He's over there. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got a voicemail. Uh, here we go. Hi, it is me again. The Kid Loki Variant. Um... I so freaking love your podcast. This is my favorite. Bye. Hey, thanks, Kid Loki. Yeah, that's our second second voicemail from the kid. Holy shit! Has there been a cat near this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thank you, thank you, Kid Loki, for you, kid Loki. for call for calling in <laughs> and distracting Ashley so the cat could creep up on her. You're my favorite, Kid Loki. Yeah. You're my favorite variant under 12. <laughs> you don't know if they're under 12. True. Like what did that, that voice? Yeah, I mean, I gauge that is anywhere between four and seven. I would say older, but. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a few years. Yeah, I think, I think you might be really? under, under eight. I'm going to give, give it a few, yeah. Yeah, I would think uh, between. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm bad at kids, too, but I'm thinking like. Between eleven and thirteen, maybe. Well, you've had some recent experience with I have. with children. He's, he sounds is sounds similar to what my niece in age to my niece. Okay, she's ten. I will back down. I don't know. 
<laughs> not my expertise. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Like, I don't know, but maybe no, eleven. This is this is mission critical. We have to find this out now. <laughs> eleven. Loki kids, send us another uh, yeah. voicemail with your variant age. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't say like your address or anything. anything just more. just yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just your age and your father's credit card number. That's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and your dad's credit card number. Go get that. Is your dad Scottish? <laughs> These are things we need to know. No, there's the, if his dad's Scottish, it means he has a child, and that means I'm not interested. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Just throwing that out there for you, Scott. If you have kids, it's like game over. <laughs> wow. The fact that you have a husband is not game over, but the fact they have uh, kids is yeah. no, no, definitely is... game over. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh, I know. You put it like that. Because you're definitely right, and I totally didn't think about it that way. You guys gotta stop messaging me. I'm gonna leave. Okay. Matt, we gotta edit her well, to sound like she's not trying to leave her husband. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Scottish guys out there, take me away. By the way, if you have kids, don't even try. Yeah, that's just rule number one. It's, <laughs> the, th- the thing is, it's, it's like, if you say... If you say like jokes about getting taken away by Scottish men, it's one thing. It's like a joke. But if you start like being real specific about the which like one, give them instructions like, like and where like, to meet you no on the children, corner. This address. <laughs> you start talking dates and times. Like you're kind of committed to getting out of there. It's like if you're you say like I'm gonna murder you. It, it could be a joke. But if you start talk, if you start like buying like like I'm gonna do it with an at axe. The store. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Hundred percent right. <laughs> so where are they going to meet you? What? <laughs> well, we we turned that child's feedback into a weird place. Yeah, we, uh, we took a we took a hard left turn. We took a hard left turn from that child's feedback. Trip over the pandas to Bonnie Scotland. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh okay. my god, that's so funny. Just that a- is rule one, though. <laughs> to reiterate, all, all jokes aside, yeah, that don't is even rule bother one. to email <laughs> Next feedback. <laughs> oh, man. All right, moving on, moving on. I don't know that I can. If you live in the Isle of Skye, uh, my email is ash.nexus. <laughs> <laughs> If you own a castle and are technically a laird, my phone number is. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Justin Alexander on Gmail oh, says, "Hi, Matt and Jeff and Ash." Yeah, I, I never get those. Thanks, man. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Give him a golf clap. Yeah, everybody's yeah, cheering. Yeah, good job. Thanks, thanks Justin. There you uh, go. Uh, just getting around to listening uh, to this one. Uh, this is more of an I appreciate you all email than anything. First off, I am sorry to hear about your dad, Matt. Oh, thanks, Justin. Uh, I lost my dad last year, and I hope you're doing all right. It can be really hard to find someone to relate to when something so tragic happens. Uh, here to talk if you need to. Thanks, bud. Um, that goes for all of you. Second, uh, I have written in a few times, mostly just to sing praises and whatnot, Never for theories or feedback. 
And that won't change with this one. <laughs> I just wanted to like it. take a minute to say that you've been such a constant source of friendship over the past year. Um, I listen daily and just joined the Panda Army. Uh, thank you all for what you do. Uh, here's a beer I know we'd appreciate having together. Uh, I have way more than one for each of you. Uh, Love you all somewhere in the six six to nine hundred range. JK, it's three thousand. Uh, it was a Hop Avenger IPA. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! He sent a picture. I guess it yeah, was a, and- a Hop Avengers IPA. Cool. I would definitely drink that beer. I am drinking a beer as we speak. Me as well. Cheers. A I'm Snuffler not- IPA. Cheers to IPAs. To Justin. To Justin. And Justin. Yay. This is a a Miller Lite, I think. All my cans are empty. Oh, good. I'm the only one who's on cue. I got you, Justin. I have an IPA. Thank you, Justin. I, you know, it's been a tough year, but seriously, like this community, uh, you say this, uh, we've been a source of friendship for you, and that is that is incredibly meaningful to me. Uh, but like this community and talking to you guys all the time and the, the Stranded Panda chat, and yes, the Stranded Panda army is like our email list. Um, and just like let be, being able to talk to you guys and hang out. It really is like having just a big group of friends and I just freaking love you guys and, uh, love you 3000 as well. Justin. Six to 9,000. Low six to 900. The low six to 900. I'm range. upping it by throwing another zero. Oh. <laughs> she's, she's doubling or tripling it depending yeah. on how she feels. It's like if I won the lottery. No. Oh. Just throw out zeros like aha, aha. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's how you go, bro. <laughs> I be Leo and Wolves of Wall Street on the yacht. Like you see this money, boys. Betty, <laughs> <laughs> tell me I can't spend a hundred million dollars in a week. Dare me? I love diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, here's the thing that that uh in the movie where you can't has to spend all the money, Brewster's millions. He can't have anything at the end of it. And he can't oh. give away too much. And he can't give too much to charity. So he has to spend it all on consumable things. Spend oh. it all. He has to spend it all and consume all of the things that he spends it on. Could you buy art? Well, you you can't have it. You can't keep art. There's one beautiful scene where hmm. he get he goes and buys an amazing like multi-million dollar collectible stamp. It's like there's this pristine stamp. Oh my god! And then, and then he licks it and puts it on an envelope. Well, that's the thing. It, like, so there's two guys that are rooting against him the whole movie because he's like the they, if if they if he doesn't get it, they get to keep it or something. So they're like the lawyers in the background trying to keep his money. Huh. And so it, it, then they they're like he doesn't realize that counts as a. Um, investment or whatever so he he just bought a stamp and then they like he did realize it he mailed it and he holds up the letter and (laughs) he mailed it to them like with a stamp on it (laughs) it's pretty good such a richard prior drug yep it's very very 80s but i i love it i love that hurts that hurts so much (laughs) how much how much gold foil do you think you could afford with that much money Gold foil for like yeah, like to put on cheeseburgers, pizza. I would do that. I would absolutely. Oh my god, Two Chains <laughs> has that entire series on YouTube's where he does the most expensive shit. Yeah, I would just start there. 
Yep. Yeah, just start yep. with two chains and work your way yeah, down to zero. Yeah, I would zero. call him and be like, take me, I'll take you too. And that is some of it. He tries to like party really hard, but even just like yeah. partying is like hard to spend okay. all that money. I would mm-hmm. rent out islands for like five of my friends. Yeah, ooh, see, and, you're, and I you're would send big. a private like jet to each one of their cities to get them, and then I would send like I don't know a DeLorean to pick them all up. Right. Well, the the, the biggest problem in the movie, mm-hmm. the big the big struggle of the movie is he's not allowed to tell his friends. So they all think he's blowing his money. So they're trying to protect him from spending all his money. Oh, and shit. so like, there's people that are like, I would no. get real nasty. I'd be like, don't you fucking tell me how to live my life? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why don't you sit down and suck on that crystal I just got for you? What You're you welcome. Care? You ain't ever going to live off me except for right now. Then you just call him in 30 days and apologize with a couple million dollars. <laughs> Sorry. You played along. I won. <laughs> Okay, let's get back to this last few feedback. So we got Spider-Man okay. feedback coming up. Uh, Spider-Man related. Bianca Fernandez sent us an email. Dear Pandas, I found your podcast recently while looking for reaction stuff for WandaVision and Loki and have been hooked ever since. Woo. Thank you so much for existing. <laughs> My I've pleasure. Never, I've never been thanked for existing before. Existing. Yeah, this I is really a new one for me. One. You're welcome. Yeah, you're like, I can't, I don't know any other way to be. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Bianca, I don't even know how not to exist. And that just means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for loving my default mode. Um, I put a lot into it, Bianca. <laughs> I don't. And I'm so glad you appreciate it. <laughs> in anticipation of the new Spider-Man movie, I rewatched the Tobey Maguire series and came across something in Spider-Man 2 that got me Jeff-level excited. <laughs> I yeah. am a marker for excitement, you guys. I like it. New I like level. It. New levels. Here we go. During the title credits, I see Feige's name. He was an executive producer along with Stan Lee. I had no idea he was part of the production. It just blew my mind and would explain how they got back Raimi, Defoe, and Melina for this new movie. It'd be like doing a favor for old time's sake. Mm. Also, some tidbits that I thought was funny were when JJ was coming up for a name from Melina's Doc Ock and Doctor Strange comes up as a possible name. Made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> also, also, when a garbage man comes in with the Spider-Man suit and JJ says that uh, if that's an alien head, you're the third guy this week, I actually had to stop because it was becoming too real, the connections. Raimi, yeah. baby. Anyway, I'm crazy excited for No Way Home. I can't wait until it comes out so that I can listen to your podcast after. Love y'all 3000. Maybe that alien was one of the big three. Eh? Uh, Yeah. Eh? I had emailed Bianca back that um, Feige worked on all of the original X-Men. Like, Mm -hmm. one, two, three. X, one, two, three, all of them. And I don't know when the reboot started with uh, First Class. I don't think he was on that because he was over here doing our Marvel stuff. But he has been in it from the beginning. And that is like who we yeah. have to thank for like figuring out and working on these other movies as not the front runner, but somebody who got to sit back and see what they did wrong. Right. right. He's been trying to get the MCU off the ground started since the X-Men days. Right. Like mm-hmm. he has been trying to do it. It's not just like he had it all perfect. Like he worked at these lower levels and he learned a lot from the mistakes of those movies and the successes. And I think that's one of the reasons he's bringing back Sam Raimi. Cause I think Sam exactly. Raimi was one of the big leaps forward in the, in superhero movie technology, you know? 
Yeah, Spider-Man oh. 2 is still one of the best superhero movies ever made. Yep, agree. It is. I, lo- I, I love agree. it. I love it. It even, it even spawned one of the best video games ever made. Like, yeah. the Spider-Man 2 game was, like... True. Oh, God, it was good. so good. Mm-hmm. Right? And people get confused. Um, they think, I've seen a lot of people post that they think that Raimi is directing the Spider-Man movies, but that right. is the new Spider-Man. But that's Sony. Like, you would think that they would have brought him back to do that again, but I feel like the fact that Sony has creative whatever the hell they have, whatever percent that they have over that would be enough for him not to do that again. And he's like, don't do that, but we can give you Dr. Strange. Well, they've also, we've seen his Spider-Man, right? Like it'd be nice to see yeah. what he would have done with the fourth one. Uh, Cause apparently right. there, were, there were like real plans for what he was going to do with the fourth one. But like, we've seen his Spider-Man and like, now Even we get to see his Dr. Strange. Take up Tom Holland. I would be super interested to see what he would have done with a Marvel run him helmed Spider-Man movie already knowing so well how to do it. But because it can't, Doctor Strange is even better than him doing Spider-Man movie because they they told him you can pretty much do a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Help me out here. Who was the director before Sam Raimi? Because it was a director that was set to helm Doctor Strange before. I believe it was Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. I thought so. So like that's what's so cool to me is this is supposed to be a, from the very first reports of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it's supposed to be a horror movie. Like, it's supposed right. to have real horror elements. And those original, and, and maybe that's changed over the course of production and stuff, and like, how it goes through, they go through phases and they change the tone here and there, but like, even the Spider-Man movies had real horror scenes in them. When Doc Ock's yeah. arms come to life, it's straight out of Evil <laughs> Dead. Like, it's the tree monster. Like, those arms yeah. are reaching out and killing people. And it's like, he's really pulling from his horror roots, even when he did Spider-Man. And so, like, I am so pumped to see Sam Raimi with his decades of... The multiverse. Yeah. Tackle the multiverse. And Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Ugh. And get to revisit characters he's done in the that are from his movies. From I mean, in many ways, it's as if, you know, he recently did uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead on... a. Uh, Stars or whatever. He didn't direct. I think he did direct the he, first episode. The right? one of the episodes. Right, right, right. He 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 established the tone and everything. Still, but it's still it's like getting to see him direct Ash again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was super cool to see him working on a show that had Ash in it. And it's like that again. You get to pull forth Tobey Maguire. We think and get to put him in a movie. This is his character he established tw- 20 years ago. I'm just pumped. Yep. Man. So pumped. Well, Alfred Molina alone, you don't even need to sure. pull Tony. Sure. You yeah, have yeah. Uh, Doc Ock there already. That is his character yeah. that he and, created. And here we are. Yeah. And absolutely. just seeing the way that in the trailer, seeing the way that Alfred Molina just lays that character right out. Like we were right back in that Spider-Man 2 film. And he's, he just looks at him. Hello, Peter. Mm. And like, Peter. oh, I still, the chills just went through me again. Like, oh my God. Yeah. It's I'm super stupid excited. excited. Super exciting. I think that is the movie I'm most excited for. Mm-hmm, me too. Over Thor, over everything. I think Doctor Strange. Yeah, I've been saying that for a long time. I'm, I'm now super excited about Loki season two because I think Loki season one was so amazing. So I'm like yeah. really, really excited for that. But Sam Raimi coming in to direct Multiverse of Madness is just like you know, I'm just mind biased. blowing. <laughs> like the right. child within me who watched Army of Darkness with his dad when he was like seven is like just so excited for Sam Raimi <laughs> to come back. You know, give me I, that. <laughs> I used to bring 
Evil Dead to sleepovers because I didn't know that that wasn't an acceptable movie to bring. Yeah. I got kicked out of so many people's like, oh, my mom said I'm not allowed to hang out with you anymore. I'm like, I didn't do it. And Ashley doesn't oh, learn lessons yeah, either. I she just keeps le- doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, do you want to see a scary movie? <laughs> do you want to play a game? I was always I was all vibra. Yeah, it definitely had a jigsaw vibe. Do you want to see a scary movie? <laughs> you, but it's, it's, it's that do you, you seven-year-olds want to never sleep again? But she still had the malu- <laughs> she still had the mellifluous like uh, uh, Mistress of the Dark or whatever vibe. And she's like, "Do you want to see a scary movie?" <laughs> <laughs> Little kid version. Yeah, it's like she's pulling a, a mixture of Jigsaw and um, and the Scream guy, yeah, like Ghostface. Where oh, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like scary movies? I'm going more with Matt just because, ugh, Jigsaw. Okay. <laughs> He said Jigsaw first. Screen <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. I remind you of Skeet Ulrich. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, but that movie is freaking great. I love the Scream so movie. So good. I love th- that one. I like the first Scream movie is amazing. The first Scream's absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> after that, they were just like, here's the trope. Doesn't let's work. let's yeah. do it a lot. Well, they tried like, to they tried to out meta themselves. Like the first one is perfectly meta and beautiful. And like, yep. I don't really think it needed any more. And I, I watched them all in theaters. I, I enjoyed them to some degree, but like, they're, they're, they're just, they, they try to like go like, now it's about the movie within the movie and it's, it's still movie. about movies. Like, mm. no, stop. We're Going down too far. We're inception too many levels. <laughs> bring it back. Just, real, just bring real, it back. Reel it in. Reel it I in. See what reel you it in. Know. Oh, real quick. Bianca. Mentioned the Spider-Man Raimi movies. We're going to be covering those on Binger's Assemble before yeah, Raimi are. comes out. So before before the Spider-Man movie drops. So if you're not already, go subscribe on Binger's Assemble. We're about to cover the Bond movies starting this week. We just covered oh, Hit, man. Hitman's Bodyguard movies. A lot. Um, we've that's, been covering a lot a of whole them. Bunch. Me and Ash covered the Conjuring movies and... Getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, what was the other... We did another horror we series. We did all the DC stuff. No, I think we only did Oh, the no, Conjuring. it was the Conjuring I'm thinking of. Sorry. We also did A Quiet Place the same week, and I'm just confusing them in my head. A lot of horror going on. A lot of horror. A lot of horror. It's one of the few that places time. you find sequels. Like... Horror is one of the things that I grew up on. Star Trek and horror are the two things that I grew up on that made me love continuous universes. Like, yeah, watching Jason movies and trying to figure out like how that how his story tracks. You know, <laughs> note it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan is like, uh yeah, it's bad. But I, as a kid, I'm like watching these movies. I'm like, really? I just, even then, I was five years old and I loved trying to track a continuous story. I don't know why. It's amazing. Probably before I watched Star Trek, even. Yeah. That was probably my, one of my first continuous universe things. Hmm. It is true. If you think about The Nightmare Before Elm Street, yeah. Halloween. Oh, yeah. There's like 13 of them or whatever. Yeah. And it started back in like the 1974s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it just came out hot. It just came out hot. Well, kids today won't know. Like, they get to watch, like, horror movies, but, like, watching Jason as a kid when it first came out and then having to go to freaking summer camp, like, you can't understand that. <laughs> you don't understand my pain. You don't know what it's like going to summer camp in 19, you know, 92, you know, after days, like, two or three Jasons come out and you've watched them and you're like, I'm not doing it. You yep. can't make me. Yep. That is exactly right. Oh, okay. 
Let's hit these last two feedbacks. Hawkeye reaction. Uh, let's see. Brandon Beck sent us an email. What is up, my friends? Want to provide a little insight to the Hawkeye trailer. It looks like it'll have a lot to do with the 2012-2015 Hawkeye comic run written by Matt Fraction. The tracksuit monsters are called the tracksuit mafia. I think they tried to write mobsters. Uh, they're called the tracksuit mafia. Who would have guessed? They say bro uh, shitload. A beep ton. I'm sorry, a beep ton. There you go. <laughs> the dog's name is Lucky the Pizza Dog. Ah, that was it. Yep. Can't wait for the show. Keep up the great work, you three. Brandon Beck. Sweet. Thanks, Brandon. Merci beaucoup, Brandon. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Um, I feel like we need to uh, to read the um, the Fraction Run. And we could do that. Do a little Patreon exclusive. The final feedback, if you will, is mm-hmm. on Shang-Chi, which we just did a long segment drunkenly about uh, on oh. Legends and Libations. Episode five, was it? Four? Yeah. Five? Something like that. Check that out on we VOD on Twitch. We do too much to remember the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I can't count when I'm that drunk. Uh, but Timothy Castillo wrote in and said, Hey, MCU, oh, guys, I just listened to the latest <laughs> feedback episode about Shang-Chi and What If, as well as the previous episode about Shang-Chi feedback. And nobody brought up this. Who did Shang-Chi kill? Was the man that he was sent after the grandfather that Katie's grandma was preparing offerings for? And was that why he was so broken up when he started telling her about it? And will this be a through line in the next movie? Maybe Bucky and Sam could help them talk out some trauma. <laughs> they enjoyed some therapy. <laughs> Keep it 3000. Live long and assemble. Yeah. Yolan Triskelion, that one doesn't work at all. Uh, Tim Castillo, Vermillion One. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it just clicked. <laughs> Wait, Jolin Triskelion? No, Vermilion. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Tim. 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 I'm Tim. Yeah. No. Jolin True is something we end every Star Trek podcast with. I don't know if he's referencing the podcast, but Jolin True oh, is from Star Trek. It's a Star yeah. Trek thing. Yeah. He's got Live Long and Assemble, Jolin Triskelion. I like it. I like it a lot. I thought it was Live Long and Prosper. Yeah, Live Long and Assemble. He's mixing Star Trek and Marvel things. Oh no, I see it. I like this. It's it is very similar to uh what's going on with Bucky right now. So it would be kind of weird to have that same story playing out with Shang-Chi and Katie. Didn't he kill the guy who killed his mom? Oh, see I didn't catch that. Is that I thought that's yeah. who he said he went and killed. Yeah, that's who he was sent to kill, but the thought is was that guy Katie's grandfather and also a gangster? Okay. Well, if it was, then I feel like Katie, after seeing the underground world, wouldn't be... I'd be like, I get it. (laughs) But we're not Katie. We don't know. I mean, it would still still hurt her a lot to find out that, like, that pain that she watched her grandma go through all her life was that. But, like... But finding out that Grandpa was a total piece of shit. Well, was he, though? (sighs) Like... I mean, those guys. Uh, yeah, I guess the, if the, if they was the guy that killed the mother. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking of just like the other guys, the other mobsters that uh, he was fighting. But yeah, no. If he's the guy, yeah, who the killed, ones that came and killed his mom. Killed his mom. Yeah, that's that. That guy's bad, dude. I mean, uh, they, it feels like there's bad on all sides because, like, sure, they they killed his mom, but they were retaliating for the dad, like his dad, yeah. trying to wipe them out. 
Yeah, hmm. exactly. But he, so. yeah, I know he gave up, and they weren't doing that. And you would want to. You don't take it out on. I don't know. If you're yeah. honorable, you don't take it out on the wife. You take it out on him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That whole somebody has to pay. There has to be some amount of blood. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait Agreed. for him to come back and then beat him up. Agreed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that or not. I don't. I kind of. I don't see it as there being evidence of that. I guess. I guess maybe I, I didn't catch it in theaters, and maybe you didn't either. That that was the guy that killed his. Yeah. No, maybe you did. I don't know. He was sent to kill the guy that killed his mom. The supposition is that what if that guy was also right? Yeah, yeah. The, Sorry, the I grandfather. I got it now. Well, we that's a what if episode we didn't see yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll animate secret number eleven to be that one because of the what if success. Katie's uncle was a piece of shit. No. <laughs> Grandpa, not okay. uncle. Uncles are always good. Look at Uncle Ben <laughs> and Uncle Buck. Yep, yep. Uncle Buck, great. Great mm-hmm. piece of work, that one. Uncle Sam, never done anything wrong? Uh, yeah. He's not real, that's okay, yeah. <laughs> he's not real. He, he can't do things wrong because he's fictional. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any feedback in the chat before we let, uh, let go of this here wonderful podcast? Court Rob says they have the same memory of watching Army of Darkness with their dad. Oh, yay. Aww. Oh. Stuff's tough, man. Like we had somebody writing earlier about uh, losing their dad too, and like that stuff's tough. Uh, I've just I've been watching uh, Only Murders in the Building, which is the new show with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Is it and good? Goes, I can't like the fact that Selma Blair or whatever. Selena Selma Gomez. Blair. I yeah, like it a lot. I get over the whole. It's fine. It, she's she's good in it. She's good in it. <laughs> Is she not in it a lot? Because no, she's I like in it the a lot. She's in a lot. But why do you do that? Anyway, she's fine. She's good. That's like, she's great. Too get old. the fuck over Listen, it. Listen, she's Too better old. than most people they would cast in that role. They needed like that role. And she she's wasn't better than great most. in that movie Spring Breakers with uh, James I, Franco. I don't know. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> you, li- I don't not like Spring Breakers. I just didn't oh, okay. think she was very good in it. I don't know. I think she's, she's doing she's doing well with what they're giving her on this. Anyway, my point okay. is, right before my dad died, one of the last thing I did is I was buying him tickets to go see Martin Short and Steve Martin. So watching that movie, has, watching that show, has been weird for me because I just like every once in a while think like, oh, I need to pick up the phone and call my dad and tell him about the to watch this, and then no, you can't. It's it sucks, man. So yeah. yeah. Watching those Sam Raimi movies with my dad was was a big formative thing. Uh, Yami in the chat said, "To be honest, the thing that shocked me most about Shang Chi was how attractive I found Wen Wu. Maybe because he's technically the bad guy for most of the film, the way I crush on most Marvel villains. But uh, you know, if you know, you know. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's an attractive dude. They don't put unattractive people in these films. No." They I mean, don't. they do. They do sometimes for some people, but I mean, those are those are just the regular people that like fill out the background space. Like, <laughs> we can exist in the same space that those pretty people do. Like, I would let everyone in all the Marvel movies at least buy me a drink, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see where it evolves from there. Even the raccoon. Even okay. the raccoon. He sounds like Bradley Cooper, and he's fucking hysterical. I can't ask for any more from the man. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right well all right guys i guess that's it i guess that's about Let's it wrap this thing peace until next time true believers bye, bye.
Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.